you guys are listening to Alvin Miranda, a man who on his own stumbled into it. Some of us were backed into a corner when it came to uh, eating healthy and um, getting on an intermittent fasting regimen, if you will, and even low-carb stuff. Uh, a lot of us were backed into a corner either by a doctor who doesn't give us money options or a spouse who says, look, you got you to gotta change something soon. All right, welcome to Fun, Fit, and Fasting. We're excited about today's episode, uh, George. You know, um, you've really been bogarting much of this season with the guests that you bring on, and I've had the great pleasure. You know, I think I've had one in eight guests. I get to have a real guest, a friend, a brother. I didn't even know until at least two weeks ago that he was even doing intermittent fasting or really regulating his diet. I, I met him at church you got to hear this, George, before we get going. And I've been away for years, like about a decade and a half. And I come back, start going to church, and I see all these new faces. But one of the friendliest, coolest dudes here is the guy I'm bringing on now. I'm going to introduce him to you in a minute. But what's cool about it is he and a friend, another guy and I at church were talking, who I haven't seen. Now, a kid I used to teach in Sunday school is now a grown man in his 40s. That lets you know how old I am. I, I went to school with Mufluza, but man. And this guy says, we, we were riding a couple times. A couple of other guys from the early morning service and another guys from the second service, we did a couple of rides in the Beltway and City Iron and all that. And, and one day, I see Alvin's talking about biking. I'm like, man, we ought to get together. We should start our own bike group and so forth. We started chit-chatting that way. This is before you strong-armed me into intermittent fasting. Right? This is just trying to be healthy as we get older. Anyway, to make a long story short, this guy. I mean, his name is Alvin Miranda. Alvin is a, not just a suave dude, but we're roughly uh, probably about 11 months or so apart. You're going to get okay. to meet him, but it's shocking. Like, I never knew. And he just started five or six months ago. But the change, the transformation is something we all have desired to go from point A to point B. I don't know of anyone that has done it as fast as this guest. We've had... Uh, Leon, less of Lee. He did great, amazing. When you hear about what this guy's done, you're going to love it. So, George, uh, before we bring him on, how you doing? I went off of my tangent. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you, yeah. sir? Uh, excited. A, a little intimidated, but I'm going to get better. I'm really kicking off some things this month to get back in the groove. and I'm inspired um, by our next guest. So, let's bring him on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen... Alvin Miranda. Alvin, how you doing, bro? Hey, I'm doing well, brother. Thank you for the compliments and uh, uh, inviting me on the show. And thank you for uh, uh, meeting uh, George as well. Yeah, you know, we, we, we've been doing this. You know, it's, not, it's unfortunate that the majority of this, this community of people that are really into intermittent fasting and healthy eating, majority are women. So it's always encouraging when men can show that, you know, our quality of life matters too, other than bringing bread home and, you know, being tough and all that stuff. This is another side. And it was really hard for me because I associated this stuff with being a woman. That's why I resisted for so long with George. And your story is a beautiful one for me because you're a man of, uh, of, of God. You're a man who wants to, you care about people around you in your community and you're going to take care of yourself. So you're around longer to do it. Um, before, would Georgia ask some questions? Break down for us just a little bit of your story. When did you start this stuff of intermittent fasting and why? 
Well, back in April of uh, last year, um, I just was tired of being diabetic for 17 years. I'm 57. It runs in my family. And I was saying to myself that I want to be, if I live to be 85 or 90, I want to still ride bike. I want to still swim. I still want to walk the boardwalk and do all those things that I'm doing now. And uh, if I don't take care of my health, I'm susceptible to stroke, amputee, all that kind of things that will prevent me from living a, the quality of life that I want to live. And I said, at 57, there's no time like the present to uh, get healthy. But also, I, I wanted to also get the benefits of feeling good and looking good again, which I haven't, I haven't looked this good and been felt this good since I was, you know, a teenager. And that's sad at 57, but uh, I'm just so happy that I said to myself, all I have to do is eat less and eat and get off the sugar and the carbs. And that's what I started to do. And in the first seven weeks, I lost 38 pounds. Whoa. And then from there was the journey. Wow. And from there was a journey, yeah. Hey, you know, what's interesting, Alvin, is that we talk a lot about this healthy lifestyles being something for older people. But wouldn't our world be a better place if our 20 and 30 something kids started this since they're less active, they have more technology, they're not active like we were when we were in our 20s and teens. And a lot of them are in the shape that our aunts, our fathers and mothers were in, in their 40s. A lot of our teenagers are in that shape now. And so I think based on what you're saying, I love it. 17 years as a pre-diabetic or diabetic? No, as a diabetic, type two. Type two, okay. Yeah, and for seventeen years. That's that's amazing, um, George. You, I know you have some experience with this because that's one of the things that got you started. I don't know yeah. what questions you have for him about it, or want to correlate some of your story with what Alvin's talking about. Because thirty seven weeks, thirty eight. Look, hey, look, one year and thirty eight pounds is a lot. Seven yeah. weeks. Yeah. What's really I going to hear how what he did? I mean, that's <laughs> phenomenal, <laughs> Alvin, to lose that much yeah. weight for a period of time. And uh, again, as Dwayne and I always say, uh, we are not doctors. We don't play doctors. Right. But, but I know that, uh, I think I know what you're going to say. I, I honestly don't know, but I have a really good idea what you did. But I think, and then a lot of people who are listening can benefit from what you did as well. Now, their, their weight loss might not be as quick as yours, but it's still moving in the right direction. So please, sir, I would love to hear it. Well, basically what I did is I started off with just the two meals a day from I eat at 12 and eat at six. Okay. And, and I was just eating protein and vegetables and very small amounts. I'm talking small amounts compared to me growing up. I'm used to eating till I'm full, yeah, eating two or three plates, Mercy. you know, that type of thing. So what I did was I stayed on my work. Now, let me, go back real quick. I weighed 250 pounds for the last, I don't know, eight years or so plus. And I yeah, stayed active. I, I stayed active. I was in good shape. I rode bike. I swam. I went to the gym four or five times a week and never lost a pound. Never lost a pound. Uh, so Alvin, that's, yeah. Uh, how tall are you, if I may ask? Six feet. Okay. Thanks, sir. Go ahead. All right. So, 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 you know, it was it, the workout. You'll never lose weight working out. It had to be the diet, and I knew that. So, so I was eating probably less than I'd say 800 calories a day. 
400 for lunch, 400 for dinner. And it was just protein and vegetables and, and no snacks and nothing but water. It stayed that way. And I continue my cycle of uh, riding bike, swimming, working out at the gym, had, had way more energy because the fat cells are twice as much fuel as any carb or sugar. And I found that out much later, sure. but I yeah. didn't know that. Sure. And I was just amazed how I was able to go and do and have all this energy and feel so good with eating so less. It was crazy. And, and, and then once I got into that fat burning mode in, in the keto state, it just was burning 24 seven rapidly fast because I was always in a deficient and I was always working out. I was always walking, riding, biking, swimming. And it was towards the hotter months that I was doing this. So, you know, I was just way more active than I would have been in the winter. And so that lasted about seven weeks. And I realized I got down to 210 pounds. It was June 1st because I started April 10th to June 1st. That's what happened. And then from June 1st to October, I took a sabbatical because it was summertime. And I went to the, you know, the beaches and, you know, all that stuff. I was going to the fairs and I was eating normal. I was eating sugar, I was eating carbs, but I was only eating two meals a day. And I wasn't eating until I was full. I didn't gain a pound. Wow. Didn't gain a pound. And then in late October, I said, I'm not at my point where I want to be. Everything's slowing down now. They're getting ready to turn the clock back. So I got back into it because I wanted my, my goal was 175. That's what I weighed when I was a freshman in high school and I was 14. Oh, wow. <laughs> so from 210 to 175, I started that at the end of October and I kindly made it probably like two weeks ago down to 175. And, George, and that was more gradual. That was more gradual. It wasn't as, as, as steep as the first time, but it was, it was effective. And, I, and that I was doing one meal a day, but I was skipping even every other day. I was eating like four meals a week because I wasn't hungry. Right. What I wasn't, I wasn't hungry. So I was eating four meals. I, I think I did that for a month where I ate four meals a week for like a month. Alvin, I need you to tell the whole truth. So he ain't just saying, he's saying part of the truth. No offense, bro, but you got to tell it all. So what happens is now he gets, he has this great transformation and to make us really feel bad, he, he changed his wardrobe. Stuff got a little more snug. I right? lost it all. He lost it all. So watch this. All that crap so is my goes, I need a volunteer to come up here in front socks. of the church. And he Yo, gets socks. up there in his socks. white outfit. Everybody's like, all the guys are like, dang Right? All the women are going, dang. I'm like, we're all like, what? Who is this guy? Then the second week, Pastor says, well, I need somebody to come up here. And I'm like, he went, look, I'm in the front row. He went past me and went to Alvin. <laughs> and Alvin's up there with his slim shirt. We need someone to pray. Last This past week, he's like, we need someone to close the service. And then Alvin comes up in his new fancy shirt, his black pant. And I'm like, golly, this guy. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that, Alvin, but what's really going on? Come on, man. I mean, the pastor's going around all the rest of his guys because there's only one man standing out in the entire church now. That's Alvin. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's funny. Like I wanted to say, like I didn't I didn't know anything about it. I figured it out after June first and that summer sabbatical. I started looking on YouTube. Okay. And you know, getting pointers for working out, and then I heard about this keto, and I had no idea what it was. I heard about autophagy. Yeah. Didn't know anything about it. So I started, you know, reading all, all the or watching all the YouTube videos and I was going, wow. So that's what I was doing, because that's exactly the results that I was getting. 
And so I kept, you know, informing myself even more about everything. And the longest I went fasting was three days. That's all I could do. Three days after that, I started getting to a, a ketosis. ketosis. Yeah, with, uh, uh, yeah. A di diabetics get into it where they have more acid in their blood. Oh, okay. they, oh, that's they have yes. shortness yeah. of breath. Yes. Yeah, I got that after three days of fasting. One day, I just wanted to see how. And the three days was easy. I, I was shocked at how easy the three days were. And I mean, I'm sitting. I'm going to memorials. I'm going to fasting. I'm going to wakes. I'm going to parties. And I'm sitting there going out to dinner with a few folks and not even eating. And it was great to have that kind of self-control. You know what I mean? It yeah. was beautiful. Yeah. But after yeah. that third day, I went to the gym that morning and I noticed that my breathing was shallow and I couldn't catch my breath. And then I started Googling what's going on and it showed me that I was in that state. That state. Uh, and I had to, had to build my electrolytes back up because it was three days of working out and three days of not eating. And as soon as I pigged out, it was great because within an hour, hour and a half, I was it back to my normal self. Yeah, so I could I could go no more than three days. Actually, I'll do two, but but uh, every other was awesome. I did that for a month, and man, I was only eating four meals a week. That was just great, and I had all kinds of energy. Could run, <laughs> could sprint, could lift weights. Hour and a half, you know, just beast. You know, beast mode. It was just. I, awesome. I got a question for you about that, Alvin. Have you reached your set point? Like for me, like. I, want, I knew what I wanted to get to the point where I didn't want to lose any more. So um, once I got to that, I just leveled off. I didn't make any additional changes. So I'm stuck, right, on purpose because I started getting – I didn't go into that state. I got to the point where it was no – I was losing my strength because I was, I was losing unnecessarily once I got past my, uh, my body fat content. And right. so once I got to 158 – area when i start getting any lower 157 155 once i start going down there i get this little bit of a the eye discomfort where you feel like you're not seeing that you're like out of body experience and i know something's going on because i need more fuel for my brain power once i knew i got to i, I, I cut it off right and so right. i'm in this happy space between 158 and 161 it just fluctuates all the time but and, right. I'm, and i didn't have to i'm still an omad because i swear to you if i go if I try to go outside the range, and when I go out of ketosis and I eat extra, let's say I start snacking for some reason, I could jump to 165 to 170 without blinking. So I just right. stay in that space. I don't know if it's like for you, have you reached that spot? Or are you still going lower? Are you happy where you're at? You're, you're good to go. Well, I, I went down to 170 and that was the day that that stuff kicked in where I was short on electrolytes and I okay. couldn't breathe. I was okay. at 170, but that was because of, I fasted three days and I was yeah. working out, but I felt great, looked great at 170. I do want to probably push it down to 160 just to see, because my body fat is still at 22%. And I want to be in the middle because 11% is the low, 21 is the high. So I want to be around 16% just to see how I look and feel. And I do have excess fat in my stomach and on my oblique areas and in my chest area, which is starting to firm up. So right. I just want to see how I look because I want to get that V look. I want to get that. I got the side view. I want to get the abs and everything working. So, but, but it's really not necessary if I don't feel good at that weight. So exactly. what I feel comfortable with, I just, I need to check it because I've never been that low. 
Sure. So I want to check it and see how I feel there and how well, strong might, I feel. If you were if you were 170 at 14 years old, right? That means right. like around 12, you must have been at 160. Yeah. So yeah, take yeah. cuidado, as we say. Yeah, no, 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 I know. But I have a, a bony frame. I don't have okay. thick, a thick bones or anything. So okay. I'm a slender build. So I can carry, you know, people six feet like Tommy Hearns. He was 6'1". He weighed 147. He was thin, okay, but he was fair. all muscular, you know. Right, all right. I'm saying is 160 would still be great for me because of my body type. I get but it. the I point is, saying. is I do right now, I do feel I'm at 175 now. And mm -hmm. I've been 175 for like the last two weeks. I love 175 because that's what I was normally at, is right, at 175. Right. So I, I'm going to probably go down to 160 just to see how I feel between 160 and 170. Mm -hmm. And then if that doesn't work, I, I think I'm going to stay between 170 and 180. Got it. I'm going to give hey. myself 10 pounds because... At any time, I could go back to OMAD. I could go back to any every other day with right. no problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah. I, I keep, I keep. That's that's a lifestyle for now on. And right now, I'm comfortable doing uh, OMAD, and it's always dinner. And then during, uh, I don't eat breakfast because I work out, got my routine. Right. And I'm at lunchtime. I'm just having fruit, fresh fruit, and some nuts. That's it. Wow. So that's great. That's great to have that fresh fruit for your electrolytes, for your energy, you know, and it's all mm. natural and it's not a whole lot and the nuts for your fat and other nutrients. And then dinner, I just eat a, a nice, wonderful protein meal with vegetables, not so much carbs, but I do put carbs every once in a while. Right. You know, I don't miss yeah. that. You know, some of the, and I, 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 George, you probably don't remember this. Remember when I was, I think it may have been May or so of last year, I was telling you that I'm down, I'm getting down to the weight, but I still can't lose like some of the stomach and some of like the breast tissue. And I didn't know, but here's what I found out, but I thought I needed to go to 148 for that to happen. But what happened is over time, just by continuing my activity, what I was doing, I found myself, you know, some of those tricks of the trade. I'm like, okay, I'll cut the lawn. I'm going to walk as far as I can from the store. I just started changing things, my activity. And then I added some exercise routines inside the house. What happened is, that tightening up that I thought would come at 140, because my comfortable space is this weight, right? At 148 is not comfortable. But I found that I didn't have to go down that far just through the consistency. It just doesn't happen as fast. But what happened over the next four or five months is my definition kicked in. I was able to see the definition in my chest muscles that I did not yep. see since I was a teenager. I was yep. able to actually have a separation in my stomach where you can see the, you know, you can see the indentations. And I couldn't do that. I, I swear to you, it's even before I got married. And the so page. it comes over time because now, because of the consistency, the autophagy a little bit every day still works, even though it doesn't have to be a grand amount in one day. That's correct. It's a little bit over time and it still eats around, eating up all that body fat that I thought was destined for me for the rest of my life. Gone. Chest muscles. I I can wear a t-shirt and people are like, oh, what's going on over there, man? Yeah. You built like yeah. That. yeah. That's where it came from. So I think you're in the right, clearly. I could see even your definition. When you were in that shirt on church Sunday, I'm like, dang, he ain't just losing weight. Brother's actually building up his muscular frame. You can see it right to your black shirt. That's how yeah, really weird that I said definitely, that. Definitely that was the now you're right. That was the that was the hard part because I, you know, like you said, I had a lot of fat still around and now I see uh, the definition is starting to tighten up in all areas and then uh, being visible with the weight loss. But also while doing the weight loss, I made sure that I, I incorporated strength training. 
You yes. know what I mean? And like, and like you said, if you keep doing that, it'll keep getting more firmer and more stronger. And the autophagy will take care of that excess fat to make it even leaner as the muscle continues to grow. So it's working two ways. It's yeah. taking the fat away and it's building the muscle. At the same time, the definition comes in. And that's a lot slower process once you get down to the weight you feel comfortable at and where you want to show your muscles so that you look fit and lean. So you're yeah. right about that. It takes a lot longer for that to take place and the consistency has to be there for it to happen. But now that we're coming up on a year, check this out. It's it's not uncommon. Like any given day, like if I put on what they call the wife beater or just a regular t-shirt, my wife will say, dang, you know, above your clavicle, you have this muscle there. It shows yeah. the, defined, the defined structures that you see in a young man's body. You see now in an older guy. And I never, I, like, I swear to you, I never, even before I got married, I didn't have that. I began to just like be a regular dude. Just I was a desk jockey, but mm -hmm. I have definitions in parts of the where you would see. Let me see a man's muscular parts of his back and his shoulders and stuff that I didn't have before. And you know what? It wasn't there last May, right? And I was complaining to George about it, but it, I just had to keep at it by staying at it. A year's gone by now, and the brother could say, "Hey, what's going on? I ain't out, yeah. but I got a little son something." Yeah. So. Anyway, George, I'm sorry I hogged it up because I'm all excited about my man because you always have all the guests. I got a guest in here that's like lighting on fire. No, no, what no, you got for him? It's all good. So I'm just curious as far as, um, you know, we always talk about, you know, you need to be uh, moving, right? You have to have some sort of movement activity, physical activity going on throughout all this. Um, so it sounds like you're doing a lot of what, weight training, bike riding, whatever. swimming. Women? Swimming, walking. I walk. I walk on my off days when I'm not lifting, okay. or swimming, or biking. I, and I walk. I walk probably an hour at about three point six miles an hour. Okay. So it's a, it's probably five, uh, four to five miles. Four to five miles, I would say. Okay. That activity is where it's at, baby. You mix yeah, that stay, with the autophagy. You know, yeah, staying staying active is the key. But also, I want to tell others that you don't really need a whole lot of workout if you just walk and you stick to your diet you're going to lose just as much as i have and, and and then as you get down comfortable with your weight especially if you have a lot a lot of weight you can't do those movements because of your knees your ankles your back or whatever because you haven't done it in long and you're carrying an extra 75 or 100 pounds so lose the weight first but just do strong walks every day for an hour an hour and a half and then when you lose the weight You'll see that your knees won't hurt as much, your ankles won't hurt as much, your back won't hurt as much. Then you can go into the gym or go, you know, start doing some weight training and doing extra activities that you couldn't do before because you had to wait. So mm -hmm. it's really not necessary to have to diet and work out. If you can do it, that's great. But if you can't, just walking is what is good enough just to stick to the diet and you'll lose the weight to me just as fast if you stay disciplined and 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 stay in that uh in that in that state of mind and, and and let your body do all the work you know um you guys are listening to alvin miranda a man who on his own stumbled into it some of us were backed into a corner when it came to uh eating healthy and um getting on an intermittent fasting regimen if you will and even low carb stuff uh, a lot of us were backed into a corner either by a doctor who doesn't give us money options or a spouse who says, look, you got to you got to change something soon. But Alvin was just like investigating 
And what you see on the screen, for those of you who are on the video podcast version, you can see a drastic change in this man. It's not exaggeration. This is what he's done. And if you're an audio, this man, it's a drastic change what he's done. Those 38 pounds were significant and they were lost in an effort to give him a better quality of life, a better uh, healthy lifestyle. And what have we heard the entire time today? Hey, more energy. I was good to go. I mean, I was stronger. I felt better. And even when he's testing, he knows his limits. And if things start to get a little out of hand, he go ahead and he does increases his eating or his intake and does whatever is needed to get him back into the right mode. Uh, I just want to encourage everyone listening. It doesn't matter if you're 25. If you're if you're not in good shape, this is possible. Some of you are ambulatory and you don't have the ability to walk. And so there's activities that can assist you in still managing a better quality of life by your intake yeah. of what you eat and the yeah. activity that you have for whatever movement you can make. It makes a difference. And I, I had to get that out there yeah. as yeah. Um, we are challenging as many people. Go ahead. I want to say one thing, too. I was type 2 diabetes and I reversed the diabetes. I, I'm no longer type 2 diabetic. Oh, I didn't know that. See? Yeah. Type type 2 diabetes can be cured with with the keto, with the autophagy. It's that simple. It, it can be cured. And they won't tell you that. The doctors won't tell you that because they want you to keep feeding you that medicine and increasing and you're it. Put and that never does the trick. Business. You got to stop so, that. I don't, right. <laughs> they, don't want the, they don't want the world to know. But also... I don't take high blood pressure medicine anymore either, which I was on, and I don't take uh, cholesterol medicine anymore, which I was on. Oh, you, you know? were so also I'm, you were on a, a statin. Yeah. Which what you were on a hypertension medication? Like, uh, I was on an aliperomiliate, which is a high blood pressure pill, and then uh, Lipitor, you know, and then know, uh, yeah. diabetes glipicide, you know, and uh, all three have been reversed. Um, I don't take any medication and. Uh, like you said, uh, healthy wise, skin wise, brain power, cognitive Keep clarity, yes, sir. Uh, and also not having all that toxic waste in your body. Because remember, when you eat three meals a day and you overeat, you you know you're pushing out two meals ahead, but you have two meals still stuck inside you, and that's toxic waste inside your yes, intestines sir. and everything. And your body's working to break all that down, so it doesn't have its way to heal and cleanse its liver and kidney so that also it can boost your immune system to fight off what enters your body that's not good. Yep. And so it allows your body to rest and heal like never before. That's the main thing. And it also reverses the aging, like, like it says, because every time I see new people that I've known, they look at me, they, man, you're looking younger, dude. What you and doing? it ain't just your weight. It just ain't your weight. It's your skin. It's your face. I mean, you look like a little kid. And I'm like, wow, that is so awesome. And not to mention the compliments that you get constantly. I mean, when I, I just in the last month, I had four different women come up to me. Well, young here women, goes, here go. me, young women, <laughs> young women, medium age women and older women, all, all categories come up to me, don't know me, but see me in a gym. Mm -hmm. And of course you see people for years at the gym, you know, and we've been in the gym for years and uh, we see each other for years. So they saw me at 250. And now they see me now and they go, you know, man, you look great. What are you doing? You know, and, 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 you know, you keep it up, man. You, you encourage me. I'm, I'm just like so fabriclassy because it, it hasn't been a year and I seen the transformation of you, you know what I mean? And I'm like, you know, I love that compliment. And then I share with them what's going on and, and how yeah. I was able to do what I'm doing. And, 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 and so it's just great. That's just another 
plus, you know, that you get not just from people in the gym, but your family members and people who haven't seen you, especially people who haven't seen you in a while. You know, you run into them and they go, man, I didn't even recognize you. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, so you that's know, you know what's I, interesting that you say that, Alvin, and I, I think I was talking to you about it, I think on Sunday, you know, before I started this, um, several things change when you get that extra energy and you're do, going the extra mile of things, your posture when you once you hit the age of forty five and so it starts to slump over, right? You get this thing, and I noticed something. But I was told by started with my wife telling me, and then people I work with, like how my posture has changed, my walk, my energetic spunky walk. But certainly, I'm upright. What happens over time? You start getting this thing where you have that lean over, and it just it just yeah. starts to get better. And there's so many areas which we probably we couldn't cover in this call that it affects. But I think the most important one I heard today is this of reducing the need for medication. And George and I both come from, we both worked for pharmaceutical companies in our, when we were in another life. We were drug reps. We were pushing it to doctors. So we right. get that side and so grateful that even both of our cases, we were able to reduce that need for the medications, you know. Yeah, and, and, if, so, I, and if I could just say to the people out there too is that, you know, most of the problems that we have health wise are from overweight, period. I mean, when you think about, you know, your back pain, ankle pain, body pain and breathing and, uh, 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 and, and diabetes, diabetes, yeah, everything you can name generates normally from the weight. And it, yeah. if you don't have the weight problem, then you don't have a lot of these external and internal problems that weight causes. I mean, that is the bone fact. I mean, yeah. you t you look at people who are our age and younger mm -hmm. who are ambulatory, like you said, who can't walk a, a grocery store, you know, and they're so young and most of them are overweight, obese. Yeah. And if they would, if, if they could see that losing the weight, that would probably curtail, you know, 75 or 80% of their health problems, not the ones that are permanent, but the ones that, can be managed because of weight. It's yes, that sir. simple. And so I just want to encourage those those folks out there to know that because a lot of them don't know that. They they never put that together. That hey, if I yeah. lose the weight, I'll be better. I'll feel better. My knee won't hurt as much. My back won't hurt as much. Uh, I won't be cough. I I'll be able to breathe better. All that kind of stuff. I I can reverse my type two diabetes. Maybe help my COPD. Whatever Keep the case going. may yes, be. Yes, sir. All day long. All yeah, day long. yeah. So well, isn't yeah, it interesting so wanna... that God has a sense of humor? The kind of animals that He gave, the forms of life that He gave the ability to just eat all day. <laughs> he gave multiple stomachs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got one. Right. right. We got one digestive tract. That's just one. As it. And since the standard American diet, since the uh, the Industrial Revolution introduces this idea of the food pyramid and eating every couple of hours and then these processing foods, all of a sudden, cancer incidences are all-time high, particularly this country, obesity, yeah. all-time high. And it's. I was listening to my brother sent me something the other day because when they saw me at Christmas, they couldn't they couldn't believe it, that I was the same guy. And when we went down there, and my brother sent me this, this Shaw, one of those Indian guru guys. He goes, uh, oh, they they. He says, hey, we've been saying it for centuries. I I eat one time a day, but that's that's what our human life has done for centuries. It's not until recently now, all of a sudden, they spend billions of dollars on research 
and they say you should do this thing. They, they call in the United States intermittent fasting, but we've been known this for centuries. We, you're not supposed to eat all day, but they, 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 have, they yeah. were eating every two to three hours in, in that country now because yeah. they, have a, they have a disproportionate cancer rates, cancer rates and everything else. They're finding, they spent billions of dollars to find out what we already knew. I thought right. that was so interesting because he was talking about how cancer cells have to live off of a high, high intense eating and something to live yes. off of. And yes. when you do, when you when you eat once a day or limited times a day, there's not enough for it to feed on, for that carcinogen to survive. And I thought that was interesting. How it's already going to be minimal. You don't get rid of cancer if it's aggressive. It just, but you certainly can eliminate the spread and or some cancer cells that normally die. Because the one thing he mentioned is that all human beings have that. Like all human beings have a certain amount of parasites or worms within them and yep. carcinogens. Those carcinogens just don't have to live if you don't feed it. And I thought that was That's so right. phenomenal. That doesn't yes. mean to be insensitive to anyone who's already had it or died from right. it. I'm, I don't mean this. I'm not saying it for that reason. Right. But I think our goal at Fun, Fit, and Fasting is to improve the quality of life, reduce the limit the aging process or slow it down while you can live that quality of life for the people you love most. And so, Alvin, you're a great guest. I appreciate you being here. Sure. Let me balance Thank the ticket with George. George has like fed the, the podcast with so many great guests. I can't believe I got, I got one. I think I've, I've had two, I think so far. One. Or hey, two. hey, Dwayne, Dwayne, yeah. I have another one for you. And I brought him to church. He was, he was with me the last two weeks, not this week, but the week before and the week before that. He's my neighbor. His name is Chris. He's doing it and too? He, well, he did it. He already did it. He, he, he went from 210 to 155 in probably less time than I did because wow. he was, he was on it. He was on it tough. And so, wow. He was with me the last two weeks, not this Sunday, but yeah. he, he should be coming this Sunday with me. And I'll introduce you to him because you could you could actually interview him as well. I would and want he to. Had the different, yeah, he had a different intake. But he said what motivated him uh, was that when he seen me and how much weight I lost and I told him what I did, he said the proof was in the pudding. I mean, yep. I've I seen it. So that's what said for gave him the motivation to say well, what he's doing is working so obviously i'm going to do it because i know it works wow and so he did he jumped in feet first and man he didn't stop we were communicating on a daily weekly basis even took some walks together and we're you know shooting pointers back and forth man. and he was telling me his goal and my goal and so we supported one now he did all this without going to the gym all he did was walk yeah, because I don't it. go to the gym either. I don't do any of that stuff. I, I, I did. At the house. Yeah, all he, all he did was walk. Wow. That's all he did. That's I all would he did. Say so he this. went from 210 to 155. His name is Chris. It took me I, from 215 to 185 like a year. And now since last year, I went from the 185, 188 down to the 150, whatever. So it's two plus years for me to get there. So you guys are mm -hmm. like, amazing yeah. but yeah. i feel like i feel alive again longer so and i'm still yeah. not at my goal weight so i'm still working so, wow yeah all good yeah. well yeah, all men is. out there you I men that are listening don't miss this you're not too cool mm -hmm. if you really think about it, you're gonna be cooler when you can feel better look better be stronger lift oh, those man. grandkids up 100 percent confidence huh? all that back you put oh, your own bed yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is there. It's that swag is back, man. That, yeah, man. You know, it, the good, 
the good swag, you know, the good confidence, you know, not the not the not the teenager confidence, the the good nah, manly godly confidence, uh, confidence, you know what I mean. Go. And you know, like Alvin, Alvin's a chick magnet, so for him, you know, it like, hey, that magnet got stronger when he turned this. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 been it's been it's been a pleasantly surprise to turn around and shop in stores and and laundry mats and see uh you know women looking at you and smiling yeah. and stuff like mm -hmm. that. I, I I take that as a great compliment, and I also you know show love back. You know what I mean? Sure, and sure, definitely sure. not a, definitely not abusing that in any way, shape, or no, form. No, appropriately for, you know, done. Yeah, well, your daughter, your daughter's sake, like. No doubt. Daddy, what's that woman? That woman over here keeps looking at you. What does she want? Yeah, yeah. Like, my <laughs> granddaughter, my granddaughter was with me at Marshall. She said, that lady's checking you out, you know, and, uh, <laughs> it was so funny. It was so funny because when I turned around, she smiled and turned her head real quick, you know, and I thought, well, that's nice. You know what I mean? But my granddaughter noticed it. It was cool. So yeah. it does, it does make you feel good. No, no doubt about it. Well, well-deserved. And we'd like to actually, I know what you're aiming towards when, I'd like to do this and ask you to come back, get, give it a month or two, give you time, whatever your time it takes you to get down to your 160. We want to interview yeah. you and find out how that went, what you learned from that that investigation, if you will, because I know it's not your goal. Your goal, that's just right. a part of your testing. We are all learn from it, so we'd love to have you back for that, if you will. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No doubt, man. I appreciate you guys, both George and you, inviting me over to do this and this is my first time ever doing anything on so you didn't know Zoom about it from charles harper you didn't learn about it from charles harper no no you know, no he, i actually saw i actually saw like he he goes to the same gym that i went to and i'd see him and laura and sometimes okay. sydney this was a couple years ago you know so uh at, when he would he already started i guess because i still stayed in my state for at least another two years until i i I decided in April to say, hey, man, I, I got to change, man. I sent I him Dr. Berg way. videos about four years ago, um, 2018, yeah. 19. I sent him those Dr. Berg videos, and mm -hmm. he's like, uh, sure, check it out. I thought he would ignore it. Next thing you know, I, I fly, well, come back into the country. I go to church. I'm like, what happened to that dude? <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. sitting I started watching. I'm like, what the what? I said, I better uh -huh. get back on this thing, you know? So it's amazing how your appetite goes though. And yeah. if you're not hungry, you don't eat, That's you know, right. it's that simple. And your body's cleansing. You're going to, I was going to bathroom like once every two or three days. It was great being that clean yeah. and, yeah. and just everything about it. Hey, I got, by the way, here's, here's I don't, me and Patty, we talk about this a lot. So I get this thing where my routine is, uh, it used to be three to between three and six or two and six. I would eat every day. And because of work, my, my work schedule, I'm now like at four or five till seven. And so like, it's, I don't know what time it is right now. It's probably what, about two o'clock in the afternoon two. or so. Yeah. 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 I'm not, I don't really eat until like, like in, it, at three o'clock, it's already 20 hours. I do 20 hours. I don't, I wait, I don't eat before my 20 hours is up. But like yesterday it was like 2143. I don't, cause I get so big, but it's not, I don't stop to eat cause I'm hungry. Right, I eat because it's I'm on a stay on schedule. But what's interesting is how I would go crazy biting my nails, like oh gosh, just two more minutes, I can't wait till I can eat, right? And that switch, it's just like cake, and I don't have to yeah. see it, you know. So anyway, um, that's George. What questions or comments do you have for our guest, bro? Because I know you're chomping at the bit, and I know we talked about this the other day. I don't, I can't under, underestimate the need for completely discarding 
And we were, George and I were talking about this the other day because if we noticed, I was explaining to him how I, I Patty made me discard anything that was from the older clothing. And it took going to church and asking me to put my sports coat on because it looked like I was wearing a diaper. My pants were so saggy. And I was insulted because, you know, we men, we like to marry our clothes. We're like, hey, why? No, nah, these are my, these are my, know, pants, my favorite kind, right? And that so whole... that changed my life. She and she, when I changed, got rid of every t shirt. I just didn't get rid of them. I don't wear them anymore. They got put in the bag. Every shirt, pair of pants. And when I did that, I never would have known that I'm a size 30 pants. I would have still been wearing the 34s. Honest to God. I wouldn't have, I would be wearing the 15 and a half, 16 inch neck or 70. Up to, I was up to a 17 and a half at one time. I wouldn't have got different. I got different everything. And it made me feel better, which made me work harder. So, what comments do either of you have about the psychological power it does when you now are forcing, and it also takes away the exit strategy where you can go back and just like, I'm just gonna gain more weight and go back to my old clothes when you, when you, just, when you get rid of it. What feedback do either of you have? I'll start with George because I've hogged up a lot of the call, but I would like to, you to go first and then Alvin. Well, I mean, I, I just think it's, um, you know, the, the big reason is why would you go back? like what Alvin said, and you and I have experienced it as well. When you're feeling a whole lot better, you've got more energy. Um, why would you go back to that? You know, because feeling... psychologically, I occasionally still crave how much I love cake and ice cream and cookies and pie and mm -hmm. or five slices of pizza in the same day. I'm not, I, don't, I won't go back, but I'm still a human being during football season. Sure. That's all I see on the TV is a pizza commercial wings and the thing to make me get my... It makes me want to do it while I watch the game. So that's why, for me, I would ever go back. I wouldn't do it because I don't want to have the benefits. So, see, so now you got me going down a rabbit hole now. Uh -oh. because, <laughs> because I would say we all have our triggers, right? We all have yeah. our, trigger, our, our trigger foods. And, and D, you and I have talked. Mine's popcorn. <laughs> okay, that's, that's right. So, that's a good one to have, popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I really juice. have to work hard to keep away from that. And... Dwayne might be pizza for you, but so, but if potato you know, chips, probably I could eat two large bags of Lay's ruffles, the, the ruffled version of Lay's every day. I could eat two I mean, bags a day. Who can eat just one chip? I don't no. know anybody. No. Right. So, well, yeah. Well, the thing is, is that you still can enjoy those things. And, and I do. Mm -hmm. And I do have my pig out sessions, but they don't hurt anymore. That's the thing. And I won't stay in it. You know what I mean? Because I love the lifestyle of one meal a day. I could do the 24 hour OMAD is awesome. I could do that without snacking or anything. Right. Eat every day around 6 p.m. And I don't miss anything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and I love that. So I can go back to that or adopt that right now I'm doing the fruit for lunch and nuts for lunch and doing the dinner. So I'm almost like an OMAD. Okay. Right. But right. Right. I can maintain this weight, but also I can have days where I can eat four or five slices of pizza for, for my one meal and fast for 24 hours. And it's not going to hurt me yeah. the same way with ice cream. I, I have some uh, Hagen dazs and yeah. I'll pop one once or twice a week and I'm good. It's not going to yeah. hurt me. So I do have hot wings, but I don't have them fried. I have them smoked. Right. Because then you don't have all that fat in them. You know, there's a lot of things that I still continue to eat and I'm going to continue to eat, you know, because I love it. Yeah, I'm just not eating too. it every day. Let me clarify something. I was still eating pizzas, but we make our own bread for the pizza. So I don't have to do that because we're older. So what you do now, 
right? That's a mm-hmm. privilege. I have an addictive personality, so I couldn't do it. If I'm oh, doing I do five pizza, if I do five oh, today, I, I'm doing five tomorrow. That's just no, I do. I uh, no, I got you. I have addictive yeah. personality too, brother. Okay, I'm addicted. But I, I know now that what something piggyback off what George was saying. Why would you want to go back? Not only that, because of how good you feel. The other part is how hard it was to get there. The yeah. discipline it, it, it took, it, brother. Not I'm not going people back. People take it for people, granted. Yeah. The haters like to say, the haters like to say, oh, you'll gain it right back. And I laugh in their <laughs> face because you don't know how hard it was to do this. Yeah. Okay. And why I'm doing it is for all the reasons that are going to benefit me that now that I'm, I'm much more older, have less time and yep. have to enjoy what I have now. I'm not going to blow that. Are you crazy? You and not only mention, yeah. not to mention what he was talking about psychologically, I lost my whole wardrobe that I've had for over 15 years. I mean, everything. I only could keep my socks. Wow. Then I bought then I bought intermediate clothes, right? In the middle, right? I bought just a few because I knew I wasn't at my goal. Well, they don't even fit anymore. I had to get that's rid of them. That's what I'm saying, man. You know what I mean? So that's, you know, that's all the beauty of it. And once you discipline yourself in that state and, and have those reasons, it's the same reason why you don't go back to alcohol if you were an alcoholic. It's the same reason you don't go back to drugs if you were a drug addict or sex. Or because you got right. Or smoking because you got the liberty of Christ with the truth that sets you free. Yep. And that's what keeps you free because you think about how much in bondage you were to that and how detrimental it was to your whole lifestyle and your family and everyone around you. Yeah. Well, so if I could say something real quick, so I good, think sure. that, um, well, maybe not real quick, but what I hear both of you saying and what we've talked about in the past, Dwayne, is that this is a lifestyle, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, and that's how you're able to keep that weight off. So, uh, you know, basically by doing intermittent fasting and by doing a ketogenic diet, mm-hmm. finding substitutes that are appropriate, right? So like Dwayne, you said as far as, you know, you still make pizza, but you make a different crust, right? That's mm-hmm. yeah. low carb or zero carb. And crust. delicious. And yeah. delicious, still delicious. In Absolutely. fact, my daughter-in-law prefers that they, they if they order pizza for everybody in the house, she says, my pizza's... Are better. She prefers to eat that. I make a make them and put the stuff. She, the whole works on it. But it's a, so we just found ways to substitute. For me, I don't. Yeah, I, you can I don't do have that. a that body like Alvin. I had over fifty three surgeries. Right. I was on treatments for years. So my body's older and it won't. I couldn't. Honest to goodness, I just don't bounce back as quick. So mm-hmm. I had to create. I do the wings because they, first of all, they have zero carbs in them, and the sauce, the hot sauces and stuff, they have zero carbs. Protein, anyway. baby, protein. Yeah, get get. I get it in. And fat. Right, but good fat. Yeah. So again, yeah, getting that fat, in. Yeah. And yeah, even fat. my wife makes these desserts. Phenomenal. But I do know that's the beauty of what we're talking about is Amen. certainly uh, you're not just younger in age. You probably have over the years have always taken a good care of your body. So I think you're going to get a, a better, a really good response to everything. So that's phenomenal. But I think that as our listeners are listening. Everyone has a different situation. And as I said, some may never walk again because they're in a wheelchair, but there's things they can do to improve that. Just with the intention. It may be some are battling cancer or other things and they can improve that fight. Yes. That's what I like about it. We all are so very different and yet so very much alike because we're human beings. And that's what encouraged me about your story, Alvin, and why I want to tell it. Now, 
even though we're going to get blown up with email messages and stuff and inboxes about all these ladies that are watching, I don't know, how do we get a hold of them? I'm not going to, I ain't putting it out there. They have no, to that's good. Yeah, they that's have to good. Let the Lord the wall themselves. Yeah, the Lord will take care of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, I just want to say one thing, one thing real quick, and yeah. is that, you know, if you have a setback, don't consider it a failure. It's okay. Correct. And just get back on the wagon. You know what well I mean? Said, it's bro. not a big deal. It's not a big right. deal. And I'm telling you, it's good to reward yourself. Like I know for the rest of my life, I'm still going to have cheesecake. I'm still going to have pizza. Right. I'm still going to enjoy those things at the fairs, you know? Right, right, But I'm right. going to keep it within range and usage, and I'm going to reward myself. Yes, sir. And whenever I need to cut it back a little harder, I will. Yeah. And, yep. and But when I eat harder as well, I'm not going to let that affect my psychology or my mindset or anything as uh, I failed or I lost or use it as a weapon to hurt myself. No, never again. I know what the truth is and that will set me free every time. So hey, and I, I will, and I just want to emphasize what, what both of you said, what Alvin said, as far as Alvin can have cheesecake, but that's not a trigger for him, but for right. some people it might be. So right. as you already said, Dwayne, we're all very much the same, but in different. many ways different too. So you need to find out what works for you. Exactly. Yo, hey, Joe, you heard it right here, yo. 